So you want to have a gap year, do you? Um, you're thinking that <laughs> you don't know what you're doing for college, don't know if you want to do college, or whatever reason you're running a gap year. You don't want it to be a wasted year, though. You want it to be a fulfilling year that bursts you onto the scene of the rest of your life after it. And let's be clear, gap year, it doesn't have to be exactly 12 months. You figure out what works best for you. However, I have thought up five strategies to have an effective gap year and what you want to incorporate into this gap year to get the most um, future, the most experience out of it and the most like future return on investment, you know? So let's get started. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls who are done with feeling overwhelmed by the weight of student loans, cramming for the next exam, and oh yeah, trying to figure out God's calling for your life. I get it. Don't worry, I got you. I know exactly how you feel. I'm Kara, a recovering overachiever and debt-free college graduate, and I'm going to help you find peace to quiet your racing thoughts. You will walk away equipped to bust anxiety, walk in God's purpose for your life, and even graduate college debt-free. So come on and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended, Money and Mental Peace. Grab your cold brew and TI-89 because class is now in session. study room that I reserved for free to do some podcasting and other work. Um, so, hey, if you need a quiet place to do homework, that's, hey, there's a free suggestion right there. Um, I just went in and asked and I got to reserve the place, so that's pretty cool. But anyways, I was thinking through the last few episodes, I have been doing some advice stuff and stories, which is great. But um, a little while ago, I was talking about my story. And I think we had gotten up to the part where I was at my community college and I had gotten a four-ride scholarship and also had become a writing tutor, which um, led me to getting free textbooks. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> so we're kind of going to jump back on on that chronological story. And I'm going to tell you that this at this point in time that this story starts, I had been in college full-time with that full-ride choir scholarship for one year. And I was very happy that I was doing it all, like a a chunk of full-time, because I just felt like it was getting me going faster, you know, and making a decision on, or getting the prerequisites done or whatever. But despite this, like, enjoyable full college experience, like I was in a couple clubs and other stuff, I was still feeling the pressure of deciding on a major. So (laughs) I needed to take the next step. Ugh, right? Gross. Um, I knew I could renew my four-rides choir scholarship another year if I knew what I wanted to focus on. But I wasn't just, I wasn't quite ready to commit yet. Like without seeking out an an alternative to school, an alternative opportunity sought me out, which is pretty cool. I received an email from a friend that had that the email had been forwarded several times so thank you to god's timing and just kind of dropping it into my lap and it was from the national park service and the river raisin national battlefield park which is near where i live in michigan 
They were looking for Centennial volunteer ambassadors to help recruit, manage, and facilitate volunteers and activities for the National Park Service's centennial year. This was a few years ago, so you can totally date me on that age range. (laughs) Now, I had never really managed anyone before, although I had been told that I have some leadership qualities while doing like school projects um, and volunteering at church and stuff, but I decided to give it a whirl. (laughs) When I say give it a whirl, first I gathered information, of course, but I had like an online interview or I mean like a phone call interview that day. I remember I went to see a movie. It was one of the Marvel movies and I want to say it was maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy or something. I'm not 100% sure, but I remember being like so anxious, like, am I supposed to jump into this whole new type of work and job? And I'm just sitting in the movie theater considering it and waiting to hear back. (laughs) Um, But a little bit more of a connection point, (laughs) anyways, that was a side note, is that it was also connected with AmeriCorps. Some of you might have heard of AmeriCorps if you don't know what that is. So AmeriCorps' vision, at least according to information online, <laughs> is or mission is to improve lives, strengthen communities, and foster civic engagement through service and volunteering. Um, also, the website mentions that AmeriCorps volunteers serve directly with nonprofit organizations to tackle our nation's most pressing challenges. Now, the National Park Service is not a nonprofit. It's actually under the Department of the Interior in the U.S. government. But there is the National Park Foundation, National Park Service Foundation, which is more the fundraising arm, but it's like a separate nonprofit um, that something like this could be connected to. And I think some other people have heard of AmeriCorps. But not only was it just volunteer, it was volunteer kind of, but like I got a stipend. So they count that as like being volunteer. It's kind of like when someone goes and is like a graduate student, but is like a student, like a graduate teaching assistant, and they get kind of a stipend to like live on, like a living allowance or something like that, but it's not counted as, it's weird. You got to count it on your taxes, but it's not exactly counted quite as like an income pay, like per hour type of thing. I'm a little bit rusty on explaining that, but it was a stipend. Anyways, um, but not only was there the stipend, it also came with an education award through AmeriCorps called the, it was like the Siegel Education Award. So not only did I get the stipend, this was the way of like paying you without technically having like hire you like an employee kind of. (laughs) Does that make sense? There was, um, I got the stipend and then I got what they call an education award, which is basically a scholarship, but it's like, if you complete this, you get this. So it's a little different from a scholarship where like, I knew I would be getting it if I finished this out. Um, but it could be sent anywhere. So it was like an education award. So it's a little wishy-washy on understanding what that all is because a scholarship usually you have to apply for or like write an essay for um anyways so I got paid kind of (laughs) a stipend a living allowance um but I just since I actually 
commuted and lived at home with my parents, I could save some of that. And then also the money for college. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So let's jump back to the story. It was a super random opportunity, definitely, that I had to apply to within that day. Um, and a few hours later, after the interview and the Marvel movie, whichever one it was, I was offered the job. So, like, yeah, and apparently they had to fill it, like, really fast. And apparently this is also quite competitive of of work, but <laughs> probably because this was a small little park that seems like it's kind of the middle of nowhere. They hadn't found anyone. So, woohoo. Um, a few weeks later, I was shipped out to Las Vegas, Nevada, or Nevada, depends on who you ask versus if they live there or are not from there. Um, I went to a training at the university there in Las Vegas at UNLV with the other Centennial Volunteer Ambassadors, CVAs, they called us, and it was super cool. They were, all of us were coming from all over the U.S. and also heading back to either our home place or different ones all over the U.S. and U.S. territories. So, like, even some were heading to Alaska, Hawaii, and American Samoa, which is so cool. Did you even know we had a national park there? Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Go ahead and look up the American Samoa National Park Service dance or something like that. Um, actually, I want to check into it real quick. Okay, I just got distracted watching that dance. Okay, so <laughs> you need to go and look up um, American Samoa National Park Service or something like that. Bio Blitz dance. So it was basically like celebration of like nature right like bio like biology i was gonna say biography that's not right biology and then also just like to this cool dance tune but then um like the uh traditional samoan dancer dudes tied it in with their dances i don't know it just it's super cool anyways that's the stuff we were doing for, like, the centennial of the National Park Service doing these cool dances. Even the creator of the BioBlitz dance um, commented on, on their video. But, again, I digress because these are such fun things. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so at the training, um, we watched that dance. We tried some of the dance, not all that they could do, and talked with so many people from all over the U.S., which was super cool. Um, yes, we did go to downtown Las Vegas to the Strip. It's called the Strip. That's like the road. Um, basically, I went with four girls who were like, we just want to go get coffee and be home by 10. I was like, that's that's good for me. So that's all we did. Anyways, fast forward through the summer and I came back home. I went to arranging events and leading volunteers with the National Park there until the fall semester was upon me. There's a lot more to go into of everything I learned there or did there. If you want to know more, we can talk about more in future episodes. But I will mention that I still did not know at the time what I wanted to major in. I decided to finish like just a general associate of science degree. So I just took one class a semester throughout that 2016 to 17 school year. Well, I continued working at the park so I could work full time. I took like one class, was definitely praying for help because my anxiety, let's just say, was pretty high then. I had some awesome opportunities with that work, 
some of the stuff to learn was stressful, but also just trying to figure out what in the world I was doing. Wasn't always sleeping the best. Definitely clung to God. But hey, story time still. Let's get back. It was pretty cool because of all these people I met. Um, Hey, Charlie, if you're out there, I loved talking with you and working alongside you. He was a Vietnam veteran that came. Um, Thank you for your service and volunteered and did stuff with us there. And I still email him. We went kayaking together. I met the Maitlands who have been to every single national park unit, not just the big national parks, but like 420 something parks. And then of course, my loves, the Brockman family. Hey there. Um, We did so much just fun activities there and so many other great volunteers, but I just note those three because I still, I still see them. Um, So I met the people, even though it was stressful, I met the people and I got, man, I got one of the best resumes from this thing. So, hey, if you're looking for a gap year, (laughs) um, let me just, I mean, I did still take one class at a time, but that's what this felt like or that's what it was without starting to meaning to be. All the people I met, the opportunities, the growth, the resume building. So listen to this. One of the highlights of my job at the battlefield, we just call it the battlefield, was learning how to write a grant for a free summer kayaking program based at the park. So we received the funds of about 25, well, not about, it was $25,000. And I had it up. I had the dream. I applied for, wrote, it was like a 25-page thing. It felt like it might have been like 10 or 15. Got $25,000 from the National Park Service Foundation and put the program into place and led the program where certified volunteer kayak guides took the public out kayaking for free. It did get filled up. Yes, it did. And teaching them all about the park's local history. We got, I think it was like over 800 volunteer hours and several hundred people that came through. And so I got to go kayak with these people. Like, listen, this is a gap year. And I was being paid a stipend and a... um education award right that I had mentioned how I don't know I just think back still I'm like how cool is that so anyways um back to my notes where are my notes oh yeah um so yeah and I got this gap year I got to go kayaking (laughs) and lead them anyways out in the water how cool in total my internship lasted about 15 months um we, we ended up calling it an internship and it was a fantastic experience that helped me see what I was interested in and what I wanted to focus in on life. I found out that I could handle the administrative and people side of the job quite well, which showed me that I thought I could handle business interactions. Um, I had thought about going into teaching, maybe like a math teacher or whatever too, and since how the world is right now, I mean they need teachers, but I'm glad I'm not one of them. Let's just say I can teach through this podcast. How's that? Um, just that's an this is a side note. I wasn't gonna mention this, but just know that you can do some of the stuff that you want to do, like teaching, maybe, and it doesn't have to be in the classroom. It could be I don't know, it could be in a different place or situation. So yeah, okay, just throwing that out there. And it brought to light how my fierce desire to graduate debt-free could be part of my career path since I kept getting so 
passionate about debt-free college while working there. And look at me now, making a podcast, hopefully making up some coaching and courses online for you guys. God just guides in these certain ways. And the icing on the cake, again, the position came with that education award. Um, If I logged a certain amount of hours, it depends. Other ones are different. That was just my requirement. Um, And I only not only got to save money while I, well, got to save money while I worked during this job, but I got that scholarship and it cemented in my mind what I was truly passionate about. Yeah. So I remember there was so much stress in it. (laughs) I'm not saying when you go and do something like this, it's always going to be stressful, but like, look at me smiling, thinking about it, how much awesome stuff I got out of it. And I'm just so thankful. So anyways, I have thought of five things that it would be awesome for you to look for or plan on in a gap year if you're looking on taking a break before or during college. Now, let me clarify. This is a gap year that was kind of like mine. There are totally gap years out there that are just like for earning money, and I understand, and it's like you're just working like crazy, and that's that goal. You have the other stuff in place. That's awesome. There are also gap years that it's just like, maybe travel or experience and that is awesome too so I'm not saying you have to have these to like succeed or something but if you had all of these things together in your gap year wow like what awesome well-rounded preparation to just launch you into the rest of college and life so it would be awesome number one if you could do something during this gap year that would build up your resume Now, I ended up not needing a resume that that much because I've become self-employed. However, (laughs) you don't know that you're going to do that. Maybe you do. But even if it's something like, you're like, oh, Kara, I don't have such a cool full experience like that. Well, first off, go look on AmeriCorps and see if there's some stuff that you can do for work that can cover all these bases. Um, But anything to boost up your resume and experience that you haven't had and anything that's like, managing or handling things or interacting with people or handling maybe numbers or spreadsheets or computers if you're going into technology anything like that um, that you can put on is awesome and it allows you to make connections with people who can be um, references for your resume or applying for a job second thing is meeting people maybe you're not totally a people person okay well that's fine. It doesn't have to be a bajillion people or it could be a ton if you like people, but it could just be a chance to at least be out and meeting some interesting people that again, like I mentioned, could be um, like referrals or um, is that where you call it? Recommendations or whatever when you're like applying for a job, like to have a good relationship with people and learn stuff. And honestly, for example, the Maitlands that I learned about kayaking they also took me skiing for the first time they had gotten this awesome um deal if you had a big group of people i literally got to go skiing for the lift ticket and rentals and everything for 20 bucks like i wouldn't have and now that's like one of my favorite things i'm learning to snowboard now i wouldn't necessarily have met or had a chance to do this stuff if i hadn't met these people okay so that's the second thing the third thing is it would be really awesome if you can get some money. <laughs> if you're doing a gap year and you're not earning any money, that's fine. But like, we're still talking about debt-free college, right? So 
Is that because you already have all the money in place or you're going to do it the year after? Like that's just something to consider. But if you had something where you earned money um, on the side or if it was related to it, like you got a scholarship out of it, again, looking for an internship or something with AmeriCorps or whatever, or going on doing mission work, which I suppose wouldn't be earning money immediately, but maybe you're going into ministry or missions. But if you could earn money with something, maybe that's learning how to fundraise for that sort of thing. So that's experience. Um, that would be awesome. The fourth thing is experiences. If you're going to, to like have a gap year to just work fully <laughs> like crazy, it can still be the experience of driving to that place every day that you're working and listening to cool music or an audiobook and watching the sunrise. I mean, that's the start of experiences. But if you could find work or have plans that you'd get to do experience like stuff outdoors or travel, um, like I did kayaking stuff and I got to learn about, oh, there's a lot of red tape and hoops to jump through with government work. So I didn't like that a ton, but get experiences to even show you that what you don't like or what you do like. And the last point is finding your interests. You can't always go into a gap year saying, I'm going to find my interests and really plan it all the time because you don't, maybe you don't know what you want to study specifically. However, you could plan different opportunities like interacting with different people or trying kayaking or trying business stuff or again some of this is a bit vague I understand but these are some things to like if you're looking for what you're going to study or um no no no, I mean what you're going to work on or do during a gap year look for if you can fulfill somehow these five points and it will be an even fuller and successful gap year. Again, the five points are somehow building up your resume, meeting new people, interesting people, you know, networking, also earning money or getting some sort of scholarship through it for your debt-free college. Also having some awesome experiences that are different, but they don't have to be like, I got to go to the moon. I mean, they can be awesome and it would be great if you could travel and do stuff way out of the ordinary. But just even experiencing being in a new place is an experience. I think I said experience like 20 times too much. Anyways, and lastly, just experimenting with finding your interests. If you can kind of compile those five things into your plans for a gap year, even if, I don't know, it doesn't seem quite as successful as you thought, you'll look back on it years later and be like, I still got to meet these cool people and put this thing on my resume and learn maybe I didn't like doing that. If you learn you don't like doing something, that might be discouraging, but honestly, that is huge. That is great. You know you don't want to do that. You can check it off your list. You're fine. So yeah, I hope this was interesting for you. If you end up finding anyone, not finding anyone, finding anything, any um, internship like this and want to tell me about it, you can send me a DM on Instagram or maybe you might want some help looking for these types of things, internships and AmeriCorps stuff. You could uh, book a coaching call with me and we could kind of just look through stuff together and send me an email at info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. Again, that is info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. All right, cool. Have a great day, guys. Bye.
Hey girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers. Guys, Kara. don't episode the first five people to email me this coming month january or the rest of the month january 2022 will get a free hour of coaching with me and we can go over any of this stuff in this episode or anything that you're frustrated with with paying for college or um figuring out how to handle your anxiety i'm not a social worker therapist let me be clear but just like we can talk about stuff that i've done in the past um anyways so email me at info at moneyandmentalpeace.com and we'll get you set up. And if you're listening to this probably after January of this year, um, still reach out to me. I'm sure I'll periodically do sales and stuff and I'd love to connect with you. Have a great day.